back everybody to the pair of kings podcast michael is airborne i'm here i'm back i'm hello (laughs) if Um, you're watching if you're listening thank you so much for joining us i am your host saul thompson you can find me on instagram at saul thompson joined this week by my wonderful co-host i'm michael smith you can find me on instagram at at underscore smithstagram and we figured out how to use the soundboard again we got (laughs) headphones which is going Uh, to be great for our uh our audio gag per minute uh, AGPM, if you will. Yeah, the the gags are back, baby. We're back on gag mode. Bruh. We gagging. We got no <laughs> gag reflex. We <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening on your favorite podcasting platform, don't forget to go and follow the podcast. Leave a review. Leave a review. Excuse me. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. How are you, Michael? What's I, new? I, I'm good. Um, uh, what is new? Anything new? Got new stuff. Uh, fashion world has been very quiet. Um, fashion world been real quiet. Yeah, since we what, started. what are they cooking up? No, like genuinely, I feel like I've seen nothing out of the big labels. I've seen very few like influencer marketing pushes for the most part. Mm. Um, Is that just because it's it's like a lull between fashion weeks? Well, you'd think that they would start pushing it after fashion weeks, so they don't have to compete for eyes. Like, you know, you obviously have your influencer marketing, you know, oh, where, where are X, Y, Z to your show and, you know, go get pictures taken. But you'd think in sort of that down, downtime in between fashion week cycles, when's the next one? It's, um, I don't know. So, yeah, cause it was, it was New York fashion week and then mm-hmm. it was Paris, Well, it was Milan oh, and then New York yeah, yeah, and yeah. then Paris and then Shanghai. Yes, correct. Um, so they, they all kind of happen like there's enough that it seems like there's one every single week, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it just feels like there's less shit because it's, it's that lull time. Yeah. I've, um, I guess one of the things I did want to talk about is the amount of like content that I see that brands are pushing. Oh, okay. You doing drinking yeah. gig? No, do a fit check. Oh yeah. All right, my bad. So, um no jacket today. It's it's 80 or it's going to be 80 degrees tomorrow. It's very warm. But um I am wearing a pair of straight, Jesus Christ. Straight gold denim. Uh they are a selvage, still breaking them in, uh still fading them away. And then I'm wearing a Death by Degrees Nina Williams tee. I think it's from Tekken 3. It was a movie that they did or like an animated short called Death by Degrees. Um, you know, Williams rocks. I, I don't main her in any of the games, but she's fun to play. How many Tekken shirts do you own? Uh, well, I sold six of them. Um, and I have three left. I have Eddie King, 
No, I have four. Uh, Jin. I don't know if he's Devil Jin or just Jin. And then this Nina Williams one. And then there's a Tekken 3 promo shirt that I really want. Um, that somebody has on Depop for like $600. I'm not fucking paying that. And then there's another Tekken promo shirt. I think of Tekken 2. That's on eBay, but they want $1,000 for it. And I don't want to pay that either. Um, there's actually, I've been finding a lot of cool shirts recently. Um, cool shirts. There's a Daft Punk. Oh, thank you. Uh, promo T for Discovery, which I think is an incredible album. Um, and somebody has it on eBay for $1,000. And every like three months, be like, hey, this still hasn't sold. Would you do like 65? <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me they're not going to jump that fast that quick. Well, it's every three months. So, you know. So eventually. Yeah. In like in like 10 years. I, I listen, I'm in no rush. It's still the end of no Coptober. This episode will come out the same day that we're recording it actually, but I, you know, haven't, haven't been buying anything. I've been selling a lot of stuff out of nowhere. Like five things on my grill sold like back to back to back to back to back, which is great. Nice little cash injection, but I'm not really in a rush to buy anything. I don't, I don't think that there's anything like, you know, burning a hole in my proverbial wallet as it will, or as it would. Um, Still want somebody to sell me a Balenciaga seven layer for no money. Uh, we're, we're figuring that one out. Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, you have a five layer. I would take a five layer at this point. If uh, somebody wants to sell me one for $300, that'd be really cool of you. I'm uh, doing this thing called Coptober. <laughs> yeah. It's how does where that work? I buy stuff during <laughs> October and then I go into, I, I find everyone who's doing no Coptober and I let them know how good I feel <laughs> because I just bought stuff. You and Fiona own a lot of clothes. I'm realizing, like, compared to you two, I have so few clothes. Yeah, it's kind of bad. You're also, what, four or five years older than me? Yes. Uh, and four or five years ago, I was not nearly as deep into this bullshit as I am. Yeah. And uh, also, yeah, like, when I was in college, I was not. Um, but also, in the last, like, three years, I have gotten uh, unparalleled access to cheap cheap clothing of, yeah. of like various sorts yeah so if you want an insider plug to like rick and balenciaga and basically any brand that you can think of andy as well just, just send me a hundred yeah, messages just message michael he'll he'll link you know he'll link everything he'll share everything that he knows. message me every mm -hmm. day asking me what stuff i have found today say what's goody bro you yeah. trying to hit me with those sweet sweet balenciaga links and then the prayer hands emoji just if, send that every day if you would like to join the pair of kings discord message one of us or the or the discord what's goody no. bro you message <laughs> you message one of us or a pair of kings pot on instagram and you say and you say what's goody bro you got any of those sweet sweet balenciaga links and then you give me the prayer hands emoji and i'll let you join the discord yeah that's it um what are you wearing today what have you what got am on? I wearing today um i'm wearing uh Rick Owens Detroit jeans, nice. waxed black ones. Can't have shit there. Can't have shit in Detroit. <laughs> These are the, the jeans that that for a brief second were like like hundreds of dollars on Grailed because Playboy Cardi wore them. Well, okay. I, I we'll talk about this in a minute. Remind me about air cuts. I just I'll is... remind you about air cuts. Yeah, um, come here, hop up. And then I've got a, a silk silk viscose regular t-shirt in uh, mustard color matches my socks colonel mustard colonel mustard over here call him a weenie way he's covered in mustard <laughs> um <laughs> it was so visceral i hated that 
Um, and then I'm wearing a, a, a Rick Owens denim overshirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just reminded me. You know the video of the British guy who's like, y'all want a whimper audio? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Y'all want a whimper audio? A whimper audio? A whimper audio? It's so whack. But Wait, I forgot we also have um we have large robot. Oh, is that for you? <laughs> um oh but aircut. So there's this like breakout, I'd say like like a year and a half ago of these Instagram-based stores. The first one was like Constant Practice, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Where they, you know, it's like two bored sounding white guys who like explain clothing in like the most Sorry, in the most like detached, semi semi apathetic voice ever. Mm. Two thousand and five, Isimiyaki, spring summer. So today we have Rick Owens haircuts. They have a zip on the side of the leg. Uh, there was actually one. One of those. One of those did do haircuts specifically. Yeah, you just you sound as literally as bored as possible. Like you could not fucking care less. Two thousand and one, Oakley shades. These have a built-in speaker that you can charge and listen to music. They have 264 gigabytes of data. They're perfect for running. Yeah, <laughs> 264 like, gigabytes of data. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> anyway, um, but there's been like more and more of these stores cropping up, mm -hmm. and the people running them get younger and younger, mm -hmm. and they get like more and more animated about the stuff that they're selling but the so stuff they, gets like whacker and whacker does that make like, sense but like they're not they're not doing the monotone thing anymore no they're like these are rick owens air cuts <laughs> oh jesus christ turn that off i hate this <laughs> these are rick owens air cuts <laughs> why did you turn into a brooklyn jew like a brooklyn jew chipmunk these oh, are rick owens air cuts <laughs> these are rick owens air cuts <laughs> um but yeah, no, they just keep getting younger. And there's this kid in air cuts, like, you know, zipping and unzipping them. And I'm like, dude, like, please, like, leave some for the rest of us. You know, uh, oh, my God. The one that I saw today, there's like a, a reselling store called like West Hollywood Social Club, which you already know, you know, is going to be fucking obscene. But they somehow got one of the official licensed Akira jackets. Oh, no. What? Cat got the zoomies? No, I just mean, oh, no, official license. Wait, they oh. mean official licensed Akira jackets? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Does it have, like, the pill on the back? Yeah. Huh. And you can buy it or rent it for some obscene price. I'm sure you could find it. We could, I mean, I don't have my phone, but if you look up, just look up license, 1998 licensed Akira jacket, West Hollywood something something. I'm actually curious as to what they're selling it for. I'm going to guess probably, like, $6,800. Um buy and then for rent i'm guessing like 350 400 a day catch me buying that and doing akira slides on my fixed gear bicycle <laughs> so i used to do like you also ride a bike you like do a j-stop you know what i mean like you skid and sort of kick out your back wheel and then yeah it's not an akira sled but um i used to do them all the time at school on ice and oh, so yeah. you'd just be sliding like across the the parking lot and then you do it and like slam your body into the ground. Yeah. It's quite fun. I miss riding a bike. Do you, you find it? I didn't find it. It's okay. Uh, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we but come to it. But it's crazy. I just like everything is getting bought up and now there's businesses like they're trying to make uh rent the runway for men again after like the first shot of it failed. There was some company that would do rent the runway. That's where John got all of his cheap like Jacques Mou. 
stuff. Mm. Like he rented it or they, they did selling as well? Uh, they did both. So you could like rent it and then if you like it, you could buy it. But mm. I mean, Rent the Runway works because women wear bags. I mean, uh, unless men are suddenly, you know, wanting to rent Rick Owens crossbodies or like, you know. Tote bag. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't think the renting model works for men. Does like, rent, the run- rent the Runway does more than just bags. Though. Yeah, yeah. But I think the part of the big draw is bags. I remember seeing like an influencer advertising Rent the Runway. Come here. Um, like, you know, obviously like paid promo for Rent the Runway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she rented like Levi's 501s. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't, there's no way on earth. You haven't seen Levi's 501s in the runway? Yeah, you didn't watch the spring summer 2018 Levi's. They had 501s, obviously in a washed blue, mm-hmm. 505s in a washed blue. I believe they had 517s in a dark wash. And Oof, then they had. Man, dark wash. People are always talking about the light wash from that runway. Yeah. They never they never bring up the dark wash. Oh no. I mean, and you That's could a really see on one of yeah. one samples. They never even made they never made production. I've never seen those myself. You can actually you can really see all the effort that the Bangladeshi workers put in right before, you know, uh no, Rama don't Plaza do it. burned down. Don't do it. You can really see it. I mean, the the work is incredible. I really I mean, it's just like it's impeccable. You know, you can really smell the the unpaid labor and slave labor conditions in, in Bangladesh in those. Really stands out on the runway. Yeah, you know that that's that Levi's couture. Oh man, um, <laughs> that was fucked. That was fucked. Um, but yeah, like, I, I guess you know, rent rent the one runway. For, went the one way. Went, went the one way. <laughs> went the one way for Levi's five hundred ones is the same as like the the like the like wardrobe curation things for guys, but they're sending you like chinos and button up shirts. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I really want to get sponsored by one of them and make like unironic, like day in the life. Like dude, your cats are on one right now. Yeah. I think they're mad Mm. at Leo or just in general. Just in general. Well, Mm. I mean, Oscar's mad. Oscar's always mad. Um, (laughs) You wouldn't like him when he's angry. You won't like him when he's angry. Um, What are you looking for? I don't know. I'm just, just, I just, you know, I'm so, I, I'm so glad that we have a soundboard again. But it's been so I, long. I just don't think the renting model works for men because men don't consume clothing in the same way that women do. You don't think so? No, because I think there's a stigma for women against wearing the same outfits. I wear the same fucking pair of jeans every day, and people are like, "That's sick, dude! Like, great job!" But I think if right, a woman did that, the stigma. You're not trying to be like a like a New York City like like fashion bro guy. Yeah, I guess that's true. I if, I don't see it. I guess I don't see it working for most of the guys who dress like, like, fashion in like jeans and loafers and chore coats. Yeah, like those guys are are wearing the same thing every day. It might work for like the people who are wearing the like weirder outfits. Um, the people who clearly go to parties to get photographed. Yeah, but. Then, I mean, you're just like hitting up stylists and asking to borrow stuff and then hoping that you can steal it from said stylist. Like, again, I, you know, as I've been in New York more, the, the number of stories I've heard about stylists and people just stealing things yeah. is crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, just like, where's, where's your shame? It's like, oh, no, that, that went out the window a long time ago. <laughs> shame? Yeah. Respect? Yeah. In, in, in New York fashion, at least. Mm, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Don't need it. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I've uh, w- one time I think eh, no more, more than one time I have borrowed stuff to go to events. I have borrowed clothes. Yeah, to you go wore to Jordan Arthur Smith. Yeah, and that was. And then I destroyed the pants. Well, we kind of both did. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Um, that was like a. What am I trying to say here? Um, 
I rented something there, and the entire time that I was wearing it, I was just like, damn, I wish I didn't have to return these. The siren song? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn, I just want to, I just want to, I wish I could just own these. What if I just didn't Well, not, not that I'm, no, that was not once did that cross my mind, because we're talking about Jordan here, but like, I was like, hey, what if I, like, like, I wish I could just buy these, but you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's shitty. Like, again, somebody's giving you something. Usually these are like samples or like one of ones that they have made. I, I assume it's not like the production sample that they need to like produce the end thing. But sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But I mean, it's just crazy. Like, I again, I worked back when I was like 17 in a fashion magazine and they just trusted me some dipshit 17 year old with like $20,000 worth of like wedding dresses from some, you know, thing. They're like, yeah, go bring those uptown. Like, what the fuck do I know? Like. <laughs> Suspiciously, t- suspiciously wedding dress shaped Wojak. Yeah, no, and so I'm like on. <laughs> I'm I'm walking into the office, and I like I walk in, and I'm like, "Hi, I'm here to return samples." They're like, "Okay, great, you know, go on up." And I walk in, and it's like a 16 year old and an 18 year old who like either go to school in the city or work at FIT, running the room. I I remember this so well. I walk in, and I put the samples down. And I'm like, "All right, this is everything. Like, do you need me to sign anything?" They're like, "No." Okay, bye. I was just like, that's it? Like, you don't check if they're there. You don't check if they're damaged. You don't, like, make me wait. You're just like, yeah, okay, bye. It's not their liquor license, dude. (laughs) It's It's just crazy. Like, what? Just, ugh. My my office is near FIT now. Okay. I get really scared every time I'm walking to work. But why? (laughs) Oh, you're going to get stopped to to get in here? No, 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 no. I just like, I just like see all these. How much is your fit worth, bro? Yeah, that might happen at some point. I just like, I keep, I like always, I'm walking around and it's like, I'm no longer walking to work past a bunch of like business dudes and Yeezys. I'm walking past (laughs) like, like all the like big boot fashion kids. Mm. I've been having a bit of a catastrophic run to my ego. So, uh, you know, if you're watching on video, I dyed my hair blonde <laughs> and it's going to get cut off tomorrow. So the, the ego trip will not last very long, but I've gotten multiple times. You look like Ryan Gosling and it's gone straight to my head. And I walk, I, you know, we'll readily admit this. We'll walk around campus listening to Night Call, like kind of looking <laughs> angry. It's like, fuck, dude, he's just like me. Like, I'm, 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 I drive. Like, that's what I do. Get a Scorpio jacket. What was that? Like? That and real, uh, a real hero. Like a year ago, I think you were saying that if I bought you a Scorpion jacket, I'd wear it every, you'd day, wear it every day for a year. For a year. Yeah. Fuck, now I really wish I'd done that. <laughs> that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> Imagine it's like 85. I walk into like work covered in pit stains, but I've still got the drive jacket on. Jesus Christ. It smells like shit. Elbows are busted. Oh my God. It's like the cheapest, most like garbage copy of it. Sorry, babe. The uh, white leather gloves, the white leather fingerless gloves stay on. (laughs) I'm like a never nude. And right there's there's a drive jacket and then a t-shirt and then i take that off and there's another drive jacket like zipped up there are dozens of us <laughs> um I, one of the best costumes i've ever seen in my entire life my friend charlie oh, it's incredible. Um, they went to comic con yeah uh dressed as the drive jacket it's like an eight foot tall drive jacket it's yeah it's like the entire incredible enti- I don't think it's eight feet tall but it's, the it's enti- huge it's the entire jacket and their head comes out the middle of it basically i wish they'd let me borrow it while i had this hair just for a photo that would be so tight yeah um it's it's at their apartment it's just like <laughs> it's just in a corner in a corner is it facing backwards can you see the scorpion i think you can see the oh, scorpion. it's incredible yeah. it's beautiful did they were they the predecessors of v loan 
Like walking around backwards to see the scorpion. What? V-Lone? The I know what V-Lone is. What's yeah. this thing? The scorpion jacket. What's, just like, what's this walking around backwards thing? Oh, you, you haven't seen this meme? Like guys in V-Lone walking around backwards somewhat ironically to show off the V on the back. Don't they put them on the front too? No. Maybe a small uh, one, but the big V are on the back. That's crazy. I, so up near me, I'm not going to say where, but there's I'm, a store I'm that you. sells, huh? No, near you. Near me. Okay. There's a store that sells like kind of knockoff, still sort of vintage looking Pele Pele jackets. And I kind of want to get you What's one. What's Pele Pele? You've never seen Pele Pele? It's just like an old streetwear brand. I think it started in like the nineties. Um, very like classic streetwear, like, you know, Harlem streetwear staple. But I had no idea, one, they still existed, and two, that they were still making jackets. Like, like Pele Pele Leather Varsity. Um, what are you doing, Leo? Oh, like the shit that, yeah. 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 This looks like the type of leather jacket that Supreme is always trying to make. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the, the origin. Speaking of Supreme, has there been any fashion brand to maintain some semblance of hype organically? Um, throughout the past couple of months, because there have obviously what's, what's been organic hype. Well, like Supreme had people lining up every week for a drop. They weren't necessarily paying people to do it, to my knowledge. But I feel like now, you know, like Awake New York City had like two weeks where they were popular because they were throwing parties. But people people aren't lining up to go into Awake NYC. Like you know, I, I'm not dunking on them, but. Do people still line up to go into um, Supreme? Supreme? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. would like walk by on like a Wednesday, not even drop day. And there was a line during tourist season, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the, all the, all the, the parents who really want to go to Supreme and their kids who are stuck lining up with them. God, is there anything more sad? It's like uh, when an emo loses his hair. Have you seen that meme? No. Oh, it's just like, you know, there's nothing more sad than an emo losing his hair, but there's nothing more sad than like a retired hype beast having kids and then trying to be like, you'll love this. Oh, I'm joking. I'm pretty sure it's always kids lining up and their parents are, are there with them. Oh, no. But I really like to picture that. Well, no, I mean, like if you were 28 years old at the heyday of Supreme, which would be like 2016 to 2018, like five years removed from that, like have people kids. have kids. Yeah. Like, you know, grow up. Yeah, but they all moved to Jersey, didn't they? Oh. I don't know. There are a lot of states in the U.S. that I would move to happily. Jersey might be in the bottom five. Yeah. Yo, last last week, me and me and Saul went to Jersey to oh, go yeah. skeet shooting. Yeah, skeet, 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 baby. It was fun. Yeah. I. I'm not as bad as I thought I would be. Yeah, you were pretty good. Yeah, yeah. you're good too. Thank you. We be we be we. You know, it's just like Fortnite. <laughs> Real skeeters skin. <laughs> Um, when someone says something so skeet phobic, <laughs> you gotta hit him with the trapaholic stare. <laughs> um, skeet shooting's fun. I uh, pretty sure we went into like an ammo store, and I was there in like you know my fashion boy outfit with dyed hair, and like you know they never seen a white boy like me in the store like that. No, they never seen a white boy like you. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was, I guess I like, I was, I was in disguise. I was just wearing like a black hoodie and cargo pants and a hat. You were wearing like a Balenciaga hoodie. Yeah, but they couldn't tell. And Balenciaga troopers. That was weird. <laughs> I'll give you that. But also the, maybe they just look like I got some like dumbass like, like 
AliExpress rain boots. I, I make this joke all the time. Whenever you wear like the, the all black outfit, especially with the hat, you look like a dude that makes barbecue on Instagram. I still don't get that. I'll, I'll send you the videos. They haven't been popping up recently. Also, that reminds me, I really need to or want to make short ribs, but I digress. Fashion podcast. Um, yeah, there's like, I, I've been going back and forth with Michael about this. I, have I talked about the, the cooking guys on, on you Instagram? You talk about the cooking guys too much. Okay. So going back to <laughs> They guys. live in your brain. Rent, <laughs> just, just, they're the so, worst. Just, ex- it, it's no, fine. No. Let them do their no, thing. If you treat food like that, the fucking like, the, the slurping, the fucking <laughs> sucking down of food, the preparation of food where they're like constantly slamming shit around and doing things as aggressively as possible because it looks good in a transition. But if you're not able to treat... We need a filter that gives us like a Brooklyn Italian accent. I can do that anytime (laughs) you want. No, um, if if you're not able to treat food with respect, you should not be able to eat. You know what I mean? You should have to sit there and eat fucking like soylent until you understand how to like treat food with respect. Like slapping up the like the like pork hock. Just yeah, like, like the- there, there's that like ongoing guy of the guy that like cooks food and just random shots of him like pardon the pardon the language, but him just like getting to third base with the chicken breasts. But this guy, that's the guy who does it kind of funny. Like it's really fast paced and like every now and then there's like a shot of him in like the saw room <laughs> covered in blood, that guy. No, I'm talking about the guy that there's like, I'm going to do it on the side of my legs. So you can't see, but he'll like split a chicken breast and be like this to it. It's disgusting. Uh, he like, like, he like, uh, he like, uh, gets the third base to the chicken breast yeah, that he's he like, like filleted. He like, uh, Instagram fruit girls. it. <laughs> No, it's like you shouldn't be able to eat and prepare food if you're doing that. I don't want I don't want my chef molesting my food in the back. Are you serious? And then it's just I just hate like the machofication of anything. It's the same thing. Michael and I have been going back and forth, sending photos of this one like grind set influencer who's always wearing jeans that are like three sizes oh, too God. small, <laughs> like an extra small t shirt. And he's like, You don't understand how stress is until your back is against the wall. Like no, it's it's the it's the, <laughs> the speech is like if I kidnap your family and said I was going to kill them, if you didn't double your profit margins, you'd double your profit margins, no problem. Why I got a threat to kill your family? Just double your profit margins. Act like someone's trying to kill your family. Get your back against the wall. <laughs> <He's there. laughs> to make like, this podcast better, I have somebody actively hunting me. Like there's a, yeah. you know, like a blacked out suburban that just follows me around. A laser sight will sometimes appear. I've got to get on my grind harder. Honestly, if someone kidnapped my family and told me to double our <laughs> listenership... I do it no problem, and then I'm just. But but the problem is that he's doing it in a shirt that like clearly someone threatened to kill his family. Otherwise, he would not have been able to put it on. It's so tight. He's he is he is like. You don't understand what it's like to wear a women's small until someone kidnaps you. Yeah, his his like his. His arms, his like oh. biceps are bigger than my thighs. Oh, yeah. Well, he's on so much fucking, st- like, he's on every steroid. He's eating like a cocktail every morning. And he's on he's, Trenbolone. He's on fucking Test. He's on, uh, what are the other ones? And Fuck. he's wearing like one of my like little baby <laughs> shirts that are tight on my arms. And they just like, they don't even really get past the shoulder bump. They get, bro, that dude's armpits are so uncomfortable. He puts that shirt on and it's like it's like a razor wire pressing into it's like his armpits. It's like what it's like wearing a Mersby Schweinish shirt. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. 
They're just like they're the shirts from. Sh- uh, I know they're the shirts the bear, from the bear, but they're just like they're cut for guys with like shoulders that are detached from their bodies. <laughs> they're just like they don't fit normal human beings. But like Karmi's, I have broad shoulders. Karmi's so big. No, no, exactly. He has big shoulders, but like skinny guy, like puts them on. You're just getting like you know wrapped up. Mm. They're cut for one body, and I like I can appreciate that. If they look good, they look good, but they're not cut for everybody. I should try one on. Yeah, actually, it may not be terrible. Shout out Selfedge. They have a uh, $1,300 articulated fish chain that I want so badly. Is that the, the Good Art Hollywood one? Yeah. It's so Those sick. Those dudes love fishes. Henge, uh, shout out Henge in the Discord. Uh, put it in there. It's just, it's so cool. I just, you can find cheaper ones. You can find them made out of wood. I talked about the the, the rich person dog whistle. Hermes like, sells. Like a, like, a, like a political dog whistle or like, like a no, real a dog whistle? No, a legitimate dog whistle. Oh, okay. Hermes Legit- makes dog whistles of wood and silver and I think gold, but the gold ones are hard to find that go up on Yahoo Japan every like week or so. And the bidding starts at one yen. Obviously, it's no October. I'm not going to buy it. But they're just like on a leather strap, wooden dog whistle with Hermes on it. And I want one so badly. Send me I think the next link you find. No. Why? Okay, I'll just look myself then. Fuck you. Oh, no, no. Oh, like I, I put them in one of the group chats that ran. I'll tag you in the next one. Um, I, I'm tired of people buying things out from under me. Oh, I would buy it out from under <laughs> you in a heartbeat. Um, I, for a long time, have been trying to find an affordable Chrome Hearts referee whistle for my friend. Interesting. Because they, they make like a sterling silver whistle that's disgusting though like blowing on a whistle it's just like the inside's gonna get like spitty and tarnished so quickly okay how's that any different from another whistle i'm not expecting like a him, plastic whistle i'm not expecting him to wake up and like <laughs> like announce the, the day every morning i'm not expecting him to use this consistently it's just that's like, why you're not doubling your profits you're not waking up as if your family was kidnapped and attacking the day i get up in the morning i put on my t-shirt that's six sizes too small <laughs> and my black jeans and my belt that's like three loops too tight and then I go and I yell at a bunch of like insecure men after taking my like 16 hormone injections and go crazy. What does this have to do with Chrome Hearts referee whistles or we just... I don't know. I'm riffing. Yeah. Okay. We're just riffing. Yeah. Um, I think a, a referee whistle, a Chrome Hearts whistle would be a really funny necklace. I want Chrome Hearts mace. Like made of sterling silver? Yeah. Like the, the outside. Yo, someone, someone was selling, <laughs> someone is selling a, a Chrome Hearts... Um, plunger on grailed which oh, that's happens great. with some frequency but um really there's that many there's a there's enough of them huh. but like and i don't know i i i'm willing to assume it was not used but the the product picture <laughs> the product picture this guy has what's the what's the like couch that's like real like the dune sofa is it the one that's like kind of like pierre cardon it's like ripply like it's, it's got a lot of like different like slats and it's it's Roche like, it's curved um in any case, he's got one of them, sure. one, of, one of those like expensive couches that everyone wants that I think are kind of ugly. Um, and what, you the, don't like conversation pits, Michael? I love conversation pits. Oh, it's can we talk specific, about conversation pits? Is it Dune Couch? Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, let me look it up. Dune Sofa. Dune Sofa. Dune Sofa. No. Uh, this is not giving me anything actually Dune related. It's giving nothing. Oh, this thing. Yeah, it wasn't that, no. I, uh, no, those are cool. I would love one of those. Um, no, the, there's that one. It's just kind of like Caterpillar-like, and it's like... <clears throat> in any case, doesn't matter. He's got one of those expensive couches, um, and the plunger for the product pick, he's just holding it on the couch. Oh, and I'm sick. like, I'm like, dude. So, <laughs> like, I get that you probably didn't touch shit with that, but it feels <laughs> weird that you're, like, putting it on your, like, 
like like that and it's like a it's like a lime green one dude if i first of all if i had money like that i'd be getting the the dumbest things chromed out i'd be getting like single use plastics oh yeah wait in <laughs> like with chrome hearts you know silver on them and just fucking hucking them and i got to be the freshest guy at the that's a oh it's on the couch that's oh it's straight disgusting. up on the couch he's but touching the if couch I had, with first the, of all the, if i had a chrome hearts end. plunger First thing I would do is like walk in on people taking a shit and be like, you clogging that? Like, <laughs> If I had a Chrome Hearts plunger, the first thing I'd do is clog the toilet. Oh, yeah. I'd I, be flushing I, so many baby wipes. Like, you serious? Like day one, I'm getting to work on a fatberg. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting all sorts of shit. I'm pouring a pot of chili in there. I'm just trying to clog that any way possible. I want to use it. What's the point of owning it? If it downstairs neighbors like leaking. You're like, hold on, guys. <laughs> hold on. Chrome Hearts plunger. No, but if I had like fuck you money for like that sofa and a plunger, like why are you reselling it on Grail? Just give it to somebody and make somebody's fucking decade. That's where decade. he gets the fuck. It's that 4G seller guy. Oh God. Oh, All right, God. great. <laughs> oh God. Uh, somebody showed me how to see people's likes on uh, Grail. You can still do it because their code is dog shit. Mm-hmm. You can just like back end it and you know, because you used to be able to do that. It was like a social platform. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, and they never took it out they just like hid the button because they aren't smart but they yeah like you can go and like snipe 4g seller and like what he's trying to buy which is quite funny because you watch him buy things for like 200 dollars. like you'll watch him buy like chrome hearts thrashed shirt and then he'll list it for like 1300 i mean it's just such a whack business model you know i'll, I'll never bash anybody for getting a bag respect to, to 4g seller for for getting his money up but it's just so stupid. It's just so annoying. It's it's like the death of of fun finding fun stuff on the internet because you have guys whose full time jobs it is to just scour Grailed and like be obnoxious to people. Yeah, and most of them are Grailed mods. Yeah, so you can't do anything about it. Yep. Oh man, is that a prerequisite to working at Grailed? Being a piece of shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say terminally online, but sure, let's go with that. They got like a like a personality assessment before they work. <laughs> uh, Myers Briggs. Who, I know a lot of cool people who work at Grail. Shout out Ben at Grail. He's one of the sweetest. He is like the definition of a gentle giant. I just love Ben. He's such a wonderful way about him. Largest and nicest man I know. Bacillus B A C H I L L E S. Great yeah. at by the way, but he's just such a wonderful guy. And also, he's like seven feet tall. Is he really seven foot? No, I don't know. But he's he's, tall, he, as he's shit. tall as fuck. He has first of all a very like fun and eclectic sense of style that I appreciate a lot. But then he just has like crazy shit that he just busts out. Like yeah, he had every time I see him, he's got something on and it's, and it's weird. And it's like something I haven't thought about for years. Yeah. But it, uh, he puts that shit on. No, he puts that shit on. I went to a party. He showed up in, in KTZ. Oh my God. KTZ? Yes. They're like, he showed up in the, like the, like black, like kind of tunicky shirt with the white, like, uh, Oh like, my God. like weird like character writing all over it. it looks like it's like like ancient civilization like incantation shit showed up in the ktz looked cool as shit and it reminded me of like weird like crossover early like 2014 2015 where like people who were into rick were also super into ktz there's a store in uh in boston on um fuck beacon street no, oh fuck! It's in uh, it's in Beacon Hill, but it's like the main street. 
There's a store called December Thieves, and they sell like every Rick adjacent brand that's not Rick. But not Rick. But yeah. not Rick. Because getting a Rick account is super difficult. Is it really? Yeah. So in order to get a Rick wholesale account, you have to first um, sell. You like you you start out. What they'll give you easily is a Dark Shadow shoes account. I think it's like it's like they'll give you a Dark Shadow account and a shoes account. Okay. So like it's pretty easy to sell like geo baskets. Yeah. So they'll let a lot of people do that, but to get an actual like mainline and and you have to like there's a minimum order that's pretty high for like there's tiers of minimum orders. Like you can order like a small amount of Dark Shadow. Um Is there a Rick store that just happens to be in like the middle of nowhere and they've got a full account? I'm just curious. Like, like, is there is there somebody who has a full account and they're just in like Kentucky? I don't think so. Um, there's the I think does Alan Bolzerian? Yeah, they're in Boston. Yeah, uh, but they do they sell Rick? Because that would be one of the like. I mean, it, you know, yo, Alan Bolzerian is is related to Dan Bolzerian. Yeah, so weird. Dan Bolzerian was like the the OG insecure masculinity guy. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I, I think so. I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it is something I'm interested in. Countercultures are really interesting and just tracking the way styles and trends evolve organically through counterculture is always really cool. I was talking to Dylan about this, actually. What about it? Just like the fact that the. I would say I, I hate to say like normalization, um, but the like, wider scale acceptance of men being more fluid with their sexuality yeah. has given rise to this like, I mean, I'll just say right wing, but like hyper masculine male where they're like always red and kind of puffy cause they're on steroids wearing tight clothes. Like, yeah, I fuck bad bitches. Like, you know, all, all my, uh, you know, model girlfriend, yeah, like Andrew Tate ass dude. Exactly. But it's given rise to like, you know, I, I can remember and think back to when I was in high school, like the, the most you'd get of that was, I mean, like I'm schmacked, which is just like drunk college kids. It wasn't like a one central person being a figurehead. And maybe I'm forgetting somebody, but like the fact that I can't remember is pretty telling. But now like Dan Bilzerian was in, uh, when we were in, like when I was in college, you probably just graduated there's now Andrew Tate. There's these like fucking weird like men grind setter influencers yeah. who are pushing back so hard against like, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, like it's cool to paint your nails. It's cool to like. This is, I don't know if this is, <clears throat> I don't know if this is explicitly a response. Maybe it is. But like, it's also just this, like, this like commodification of anything. Like you find oh, out, yeah. you find out that there's something that like people will believe in and you're like, Oh, it doesn't fucking matter if it's true or not. I can make so much money just like getting these people to pay me for whatever it is I'm doing. Well, it's like that one right wing, like anti-abortion. Like I just, I have such a hard time believing again, like I, you know, people come from all over, they have different political beliefs, but like women, especially backing a right wing agenda and being like, no, like I don't want autonomy to my body. My husband should make all this shit. Yeah. Like, I just have such a hard time believing that that's real and not just a grift. I think a lot of it, if you're seeing it, like, publicly in video yeah, and yeah, like yeah, on yeah. TikTok, that's yeah. probably a grift. Yeah. But there's definitely people who are, like, not doing it as a grift, but they're not on TikTok. No, no, no. So that's that's what I mean. But then that's also, like, you know, an issue of being indoctrinated yeah. or just being uncomfortable raising your voice or sometimes it's abusive. And I don't mean to insinuate that like all relationships on the right wing are unhealthy. That's far, you know, far from it. But 
I, you know, I rounding it back around, I think that fashion especially is a trend dominated field. Uh, you know, it's not a hot take, but one that is very significantly influenced by counterculture, right? Like Kauai culture was in response to, uh, who I, it must've been Dylan. I, I forget who, who I was talking to about this, but like post-war women were supposed to like act very properly and expected to get married early. And so being Kauai and like acting very cute as a way to almost like repulse men based as shit, by the way, came up and like became popular. Right. And so mm. like certain types, even just like uh, the way in which handwriting was written and like being intentionally hard to read was part of that culture itself. Really? Like the mechanical pencil was huge in Japan for the rise of like counterculture, cutesy, you know, women acting. And, and like eventually people were like, oh, like Kawaii's cute, you know, X, Y, and Z. But like at the time it was a radical departure from Japanese culture. And it was very interesting to see that as a specific rise of a fashion scene, mm-hmm. which is still very popular, especially in Japan. But you see it's, you know, it's effects. There's cottagecore there's coquette there's baby doll you know there's like a million things now that have sort of offshot that and and like i think it's fucking cool like you don't have to dress for anybody like repulse a man like repulse don't repulse women don't be don't be you know it's different in that way you already do yeah 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 we don't (laughs) do you listen to mf doom like stop we don't really get uh we don't really get fashion movements as like larger statements and we don't get fashion movements that are like larger with larger cultural significance was the last thing we ever got that was that like pussy hats pussy hats oh like the bedazzled yeah that was very new york centered but no like you know there's punk culture which was like the big british push Mm -hmm. there was i mean you could argue like return to traditional suiting and like male fashion advice was like very much return to form it's crazy because the the there's there's an intermingling or like a swapping of of like dress codes but at a different rate so like there's this whole like you know like there's there's like people people for a while like really skinny pants were like oh Mm -hmm. that's gay oh you're metrosexual oh my god Um, metrosexual crazy term um but (laughs) it became like you know that was like feminine yeah and then now it's like that has grown into being like like all the masculine guys are wearing way too tight mm-hmm. of clothing but they're still talking about like like they're still talking in the same way but they've just adopted the uniform that used to be like like the feminine one yeah and none of them are wearing like like all these like trad people it's the it's a uh, Derek guy the it's the 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 men the the twitter suit guy oh yeah, always yeah, like, yeah. like all these people like you know whatever he's he's there's you know there's there's ups and downs to that guy but but the 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 funniest thing is like all these like oh I'm like traditionally masculine guys are wearing like like Ugly 2010 H and M suits like shit I used to wear as skinny as possible and you know it's crazy I I have a suit it's like a formal suit it's cut but just like I hate I'll call it like a diamond cut but where it comes in from the shoulders to a pinch waist and then flares out and then back down again. I guess it's not, it's like a, it's a double hourglass. Yeah. I just like, yeah, I the, hate the tapered, tapered pant. Tapered pant is so fucking stupid. And it looks good with only dress shoes. And I like, I get it, 
But is it like a little short shows off your just socks? Just a little bit. Oh yeah. But just like you got funny little socks on. You're the you're the guy in the office with the funny socks. No, I just wear like patterned normal dress socks, like Panthera. So sorry, Michael just popped out. Uh, remember to mark this. But Michael just popped My out. My crutes are here. Yeah, Michael. Michael just got a delivery again. Breaking. <laughs> I think it's so funny that you're a knife guy. Um, <laughs> I'm like barely a knife guy. Do you have like three knives that I've seen now? Well, you're not looking very hard because there's like <laughs> ten. <laughs> but I'm not like you like take off guy. your shirt at night. And there's like six taped to your body just with duct tape. What were we talking about? I wanted to make a point. I was leading somewhere. We were talking about oh oh oh. But if like. I'm, just wear, wear, get a fucking wool suit that has a nice pattern to it, like a like yeah. a dark gray or a green, and get a fucking flare in the leg, and it'll look beautiful, and it'll be the hottest one at the wedding. You don't need to wear it classic, not built great. So I'll stop talking about suits. I'm unboxing. On okay, audio. yeah. So sorry. <laughs> unboxing, unboxing. If you'd like to watch the unboxing, go to go to YouTube. Uh, look uh, a pair of kings podcast. <laughs> Michael got the crutes. I got the Croc cowboy boots. Face them towards the fucking camera. Is this your first time? I would like to amend my my uh, my fit check today because I'm <laughs> oh, they now say wearing Crocs on them. I'm now wearing Crocs cowboy boots. Can I get a crute to wear for the pod? I don't think it'll fit you. I'll try. <laughs> Just one crute each. Oops, sorry, Leo. Leo could wear a crute. Oh shit! I don't want to like force the issue here. No, that's not going to work. Okay. Oh, we got the we got the crutes on, baby. So are these going to be road crutes or house crutes? Um, I don't know. I think they'll eventually become house crutes, but for for now. Wait, what do you mean eventually? You're going to clean them off? Yeah, you don't wash your Crocs? No. You're fucking weird. I don't own Crocs. Oh, well then you're really weird. Um, <laughs> just to- Imagine saying that to somebody in like 2011. I know. <laughs> You I'm fucking like, freak. Imagine saying that to me in 2011 and I'm like Crocs Put are it the behind worst us. thing I've ever seen. What are you doing? It's product placement. They haven't paid us for this. We'll get a bag eventually. Uh, this uh, this episode was was brought to you by Crocs. Don't I paid, say that. They haven't paid us. I paid them $120 <laughs> for a pair of shoes. Uh, they got lost in transit and I had to fuck around with FedEx for a day to get them. But yeah, thanks Crocs. This is um, This is what the left is afraid of. The left is afraid of Crocs cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. Bro, these things are insane. Talking about trad traditional men. <laughs> um, this would make somebody sick. Could you imagine explaining this to like somebody in rural Oklahoma? Yeah, so I buy these boots that uh, they look like leather boots, but no, they're Crocs. Um, uh, so this is just sort of, sort of an aside, but uh, if you wear Crocs as house shoes... Which is a good thing to do. Okay. Crocs are like the best house shoes for a very specific reason. Wrong. I have slippers with Leo on them. They're right. Sick. So the thing is, every time I mop my floors, I also wash my Crocs. Oh, okay. Because you can just throw them. You can just like dish soap in a sink, wash your Crocs. Yeah, just a little and sponge. Because if you, if, you like, if you wear like regular slippers and you walk around your house and it gets dirty eventually and then you mop your floors... And then you start walking around in your slippers again. You're just getting your floor dirty immediately. Wash your Crocs. Why is no one talking about this? Why is no one talking about this? <laughs> so these will, I'm, I'm going to wear these outside a little bit, but I think eventually I will, the, the novelty is going to wear off way faster than I think is worth. Um, yeah. I mean, if you wear them today, somebody will take a photo of you and them and you'll be on, you know, 
Heist Nabai style. What New York so. is wearing? <laughs> Yesterday, I I like was on my way home from work, and I um, I realized that um, like I, like I got the notification that like my Crocs delivery had gone missing, and I was like, that sucks. And then as I was getting off the subway, some guy walked past me wearing them, mm. and I was like, wow, those look like shit. Where's Fiona? <laughs> I have a question for her. <laughs> She's doing work. Oh, bummer. Why? What's the sluttiest thing a man can do that's not inherently sexual? There is a correct answer to this. Do you know what it is? Yeah. What is it? It's giving somebody a book or reading something that somebody has recommended. I do that all the time. Yeah. It's a very slutty thing to do. Mm. You think you think uh, literacy is... is, is well, yeah, as somebody who can't read, it's... Uh, ooh. <laughs> somebody tells little... me, gives me Go Dogs Go, like the very hungry, hungry caterpillar. I'm there, buh, buh, butterfly, te, te, takes fly fly flight it won't apply to my boy you've kept it on oh fuck <laughs> i forgot um this has been a bit of a all over the place episode yeah it's um, fun I'm on like two hours of sleep. I'm. That's true. My man saw parties. I'm geeking. Every time I come over to Michael's apartment, some bullshit happens where I'm not in like a good mental state. I, last time I was on Chinese Robitussin. <laughs> Maybe crazy. I, I got home and was like, I need to go lie down. Off yeah. the, the Chinese Robitussin. I'm off that Chinese Robitussin. <laughs> Those, what, Broward County Tic Tac? Broward County Nashville tic-tacs. Nibblers. Them Georgetown Geronimos. Um. Why was it Broward County and then Nashville where, and then Georgetown? I just where's don't Broward County? Florida. It's where like Kodak Black is from. Uh, oh, that's uh, XXX, I think. Okay. It's the southeast side of... Um, or no, maybe it's up near Jacksonville. I don't know Florida geography. Yeah, I don't know anything about Florida. I, I'm not, <laughs> what, if, what if fashion dudes talked about Florida the way they talk about Japan? <laughs> Bro, we both... <laughs> We booked a uh, our trip to our, our trip to, to to Florida this year. We're gonna stay in <laughs> gonna stay in Tampa. Um, got one of those little pod hotels. Which super like, super traditional. It's like just a room. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the room is just the size of a bed, and you're kind of all in little pods. <laughs> it's crazy. We're gonna go get. Uh, we're gonna go go. Uh, we might take a train out to um, <laughs> out to Malibu. I don't think they have trains in Florida. They Wait, have not Malibu. Like Miami. I'm, Miami. I'm dumb as hell. Malibu's in California. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a train out to Miami. Get some get some tattoos. Jesus. Uh, my friend moved. He's like the sweetest person, but he moved out to Miami. He's such like I love this kid with all my heart. He's just such a fucking weirdo, and I say that lovingly. But he got like hand tattoos and shit, and I'm just like, why are you doing this? He's like, oh, because I'm a bad boy. And I'm just like, oh my god. It's it's so fun. Like again, sweetest kid in the world. It'd be like you getting hand tattoos and be like, "Yeah, I'm a bad boy now." Just like shut the fuck up. I should get hand tattoos. You should really not. I should There's get, a, like I don't have enough body tattoos can, to justify hand tattoos. Is there tattoos. a sensor? Will this will this actually work? Cuz I want to like just cut it out later. Nah, but I'm shit talking somebody. I I don't want to go through the effort. I mean, the the audio will be there, I think. I don't know if it works. Anyway, those tattoos are fucking heinous and every time I see them like Oh my god! I'm just reminded at how poorly that person dresses and the influence they wield. It, it's just like, how did you get there? Some there is at least one influencer out there who has never gotten a fit off. Oh Not my a single god. inkling of a fit. It he hasn't even sniffed a fit. <laughs> like that man's barely ever been in the same room as a fit. It's like he sh- 
it's like, okay, he's got a professional F1 team behind him, right? He he owns the car. He has the right wheels. He has somebody in his fucking ear. He has the headset. He's got the, the helmet, the racing suit. He gets in the car and it explodes every single time. It is a flaming fireball on that fucking track and he never leaves the starting wheel. If you think this is about you, you're right. If you think you know who this is about, you're right. It's that guy. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, there's some influencers who dress so well, and there's some influencers who I'm just like, how? How did you get here? How did you possibly fail upwards into this position? That's not a dig at any of the throwing fits. Yeah, that's not specifically about the failing upwards guys, because they dress neutral good. They've dressed the same for three years now. Yeah, and you know. They found their style. They found their style. Yeah. They're too old to be changing anyways. I I would love to see one of them make a, a hard pivot into like yeet core. You know what I mean? Balaclava. The I don't even know what Yeet wears. Black was, denim jacket. There's one very specific Yeet outfit that I want Balenciaga Defenders just to do. Okay. It's Balenciaga Defenders, the <clears throat> the big ass sneakers with like a, a mountain bike yeah, tire yeah, yeah. on the bottom of them. Yeah. Uh Rick Owens Memphis jeans, which are skin tight leggings, like the the lower half of the, the, the inside half of the calf is is legging. How quickly do you think I could run a mile in Memphis jeans? Oh, easy. They're super stretchy. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Dummy stretchy. What about, what are those, Torrance cut? Detroit's. Detroit's, it depends on if you got the stretchy ones or not. Oh. So, this is this is a nerd fact that no one cares about, but um, Rick Denim names, Rick Denim cut names mean nothing. No. So, if you get Detroit's, so I have two pairs of Detroit's. Yeah. From the same season. Okay. In the same material. Okay. But one of them is the stretch version of that material. Okay. This pair is like slim straight. Like mm. these are, these have room at the calves. Just like me. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, this, this, any, any, anything with stretch material is skin tight. They, they're cut completely different. They're like an inch and a half smaller sense. at the, it doesn't make sense. It's weird. And every now and then I think they fuck it up and you get the non-stretch material in way too skinny or this the the looser material in stretch. Drop it anyway. Those idiots will buy anything. Yeah, fuck it. They'll buy it. But I accidentally got a pair of like way too I got a pair of, of Rick jeans in my size that were so tight and like heavy denim I couldn't step. Like I could just put them on and just like I love those gut cuts that you helped me get. Those were 90 bucks. Those Rick are great jeans, boys. Yeah, those are those are those are great jeans. I'm very happy with them. I want the really heavyweight, stiff ones. Mm-hmm. They had it self edge. Oscar, do not touch that record button, please. We've had no. He immediately went down. Okay, no, he's touching levels. Oscar. Oscar, say something. Thanks, he gave, yeah, he, he gave his piece. Interesting. We should probably cut that out. <laughs> no, it was nice. You could hear the chewing. I like it. <laughs> Just a little Oscar chewing on the microphone. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, Rick. Rick is... A wonderful world. I would love to put on a full Rick outfit, but I don't oh, think do it's it. for me. I'll put you in a full Rick outfit. Yeah, I'm skinny enough. I've lost. I, I was talking to this about my, or talking to Michael about this. I've lost so much weight over the past like two months. Like I've been going through it, um, partially because of that, and then partially just because everything in fucking New York City is so expensive. 
And I walk. You eat and sleep so much. for dinner. You, I yeah, soup. I, I soup literally. I fucking. When you get paid biweekly, <laughs> week one, sugarcane denim. <laughs> this is the strike gold. Or strike gold. Week one, strike gold jeans. Week two, ice soup. I don't even get paid. I'm thinking of doing a PhD after this. Michael Kidding. getting paid biweekly. Week one, uh, Croc cowboy boots, Balenciaga coat, Balenciaga tank top, Rick Owens jeans. There's a joke there, again, like about you know new age right wing men getting upset about getting paid bi weekly. <laughs> the uh, there's that one tweet that's like there's more there's now more guys out there who wear bracelets than eat stew. <laughs> like these are mutually exclusive categories, and one of them is representative of like well there was gender. That, there was that infinity stew that was going on in like Washington Square Park that like people were getting sick from, right? No one got sick from it. That are I you know sure. Of. Yeah, and it wasn't oh. at Washington Square Park. It was right down the street from me. Oh, shit. I really want to go to one of those Twinks versus Dolls, like, cigarette, cigarette smoking. Race, oh, yeah. It's so sick. <clears throat> they, I, oh. uh, I haven't seen somebody one hit a cigarette in a while. I feel like that fell out of fashion. We need to bring that back. Bring that was back. true American culture. Return to tradition. Literally. We used to be a country. No more fucking Zins. Get, get back to, to one-tapping cigarettes. People used to one-tap Guinnesses at bars. That's they gross. Do, exactly. It's like sucking down Jello. Yeah. Like what? Oh, like, you think you think one tapping a cigarette's fine and cool and like the American experience, but you think one tapping a Guinness is bad. One tapping a cigarette is like you just finished your day at the fucking coal mine and you're like starting out like decompressing. In Ohio. What was the most yacht fit you've seen in the past week, Michael? Uh, you ever? Uh, so what's? Uh, what do you think the most skibbity drop of the year is? Yo, what would give me the most W riz? What cut of Rick Denim would be the most W rizzy? Because I don't want to be getting busy in my Rizzy. I want to be getting Rizzy in my Ricky. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, so uh, you ever been to the Rick store in Ohio? Oh, W King. <laughs> um, I think that joke is getting old. No, it's still fucking you funny. So? Every time I see it. The dude, I, I send you the, I, I'll, I'll show you after this. I, I don't want to go into like videos I've sent Michael that's not engaging podcast content. Um, but yeah, I mean, that joke is still fucking funny. I'm sure it's going to die as most things do. It's getting but. real close to dying. I think, I think someone's going to make a joke about it that'll just completely end it. Where, <laughs> fuck man. How long until some some RNC why, candidate on the trail is? I was like, gonna say, why is Hillary Clinton not <laughs> campaigning during W Riz Gat Ohio Skibbity Toilet era? <laughs> I'm just rizzing out here in Ohio. I, oh my god, the Ohio uh, like caucus. Camp, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fucking. Horrible. Ohio is a swing state, right? They're gonna make they're gonna make Joe Biden say, in Ohio. Yeah, they're gonna make him say like Riz. <laughs> He might short circuit. <laughs> I don't think he can handle that. Uh, skibbity toilet. Can you imagine Kamala Harris saying "giat"? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe not Joe Biden. They will make they will make Kamala Harris say "giat." Every video I see of Kamala Harris, she's not talking about anything. She's just saying shit. She has the best job in the world. She gets to show up. She was like, "It's like a monkey fell out of the coconut tree," <laughs> and just like unhinged laughter. I'm just like, who the like. What the fuck are you? Like, you're not a politician, are you? You're just, like, hanging out. You get to have a great time. She's it, got the best job in the yeah, world. That's, that is cool. She basically podcasts. 
Dude, she's so sick. She's so sick. I want for more more than anything. Just give Donald Trump and Azalea Banks a morning show. Just let them go at it. Give them the news. They haven't, you know, they have some sort of just, you know, put any intermediary in there that's good at asking like leading questions and just stick them on there and just be like, all right, you know, conflict internationally. What do you guys think? You know, there's a bunch of wars going on and just let the two of them duke it out because they have one, no filter two are really fucking funny. And three, I think if both of them were in the same room, it wouldn't have the same political pull as like putting Trump on stage at the RNC. Right. They'd, they'd probably agree with each other on some stuff. No, you don't think so? No, she one hates thing. Trump. Do you, I mean, you remember on, on January 6th where she was tweeting, like, the musties have invaded the Capitol, you know? I never understand where her, like, politics lie. I, I don't either. She's an enigma. I mean, problematic in her own right, like, has had so many shitty things come out of Here's her mouth. Here's why Azalea Banks is your problematic babe. <laughs> oh. oh, did I talk about my, my new favorite? I think I started, but I, I want to get back to it. The number of videos I see of influencers in the fashion space, and this isn't pointed at anybody, but a lot of people do it, is, you know, I just found X and it is my new favorite Y. But they make that video once a week. Drives me up the wall. Like this is my favorite, but they have a new favorite every single week. It's so fickle. I refer to a lot of stuff as my favorite in videos, and it often is. No, but there's, you know that one video of that kid trying the crumble cookies? That's my favorite. No. He just tries five crumble cookies and he says, that's my favorite to everyone. And it, it just like a favorite is one thing. You can have a favorite shirt. You can have a favorite pair of pants. You can have a favorite pair of shoes. Yeah. But you can have eight favorites. That's not the way favorites Here's work. Here's the thing. I, if I'm ever making a, a TikTok video about something, yeah. I'll usually say, this is one of my favorite. That's X. lovely. But the thing is, they're all one of my favorites. And it's because my wardrobe is my favorite. I love that. That's wonderful. I love. But how long until you get, oh, this is another question I had. So I keep walking in the subway and seeing these fucking ads for like Pretty Little Thing or Boohoo Man or Sheen or Zara. There's always a celebrity on there who I'm like, really? Like they took this deal? Like, you know, what amount of money could Naomi Campbell have needed from Pretty Little Thing to like do this fucking shitty ad, right? How much would it take for you to be the spokesperson for like, Sheehan, right? Like Michael Smith is Sheehan. You are the figurehead. If I gave you fifty thousand dollars right now, well, see the thing is, it's a lot of money. This is tough because I would like to think that I'm above that. Yeah, but also fifty thousand dollars is a life-altering amount of money. Yeah, yeah, that is an insanely large amount of money. That's basically a down payment on an apartment. Yeah, no, that would that would drastically alter the course of my life for good. Yeah. How long do I have to be the spokesperson? Ooh, I'd say it's one time. I'd say it's a one-time payment up front. I'd say it would be taxed as anything else. So you probably make out with like thirty-six thousand. And I'd say it's for it's a three-year contract. No. Okay. That is fifty thousand. That's like that's like a little above minimum wage for one year. In you New just York. no, you do like photo shoots like once or twice a year. Just once or twice a year. Yeah, I mean, you also um, all right. No, you've got to make videos and shit and appear in ads. Yeah, that's a job. Okay, I'm not doing a job for I'm not doing a job fifty thousand dollars for three years. That's a garbage salary. Year over year, fifty thousand dollars a year. Oh, I mean, 
that's that's our, but not for a year of being on contract. Since you said skibbity, I have the fucking skibbity toilet song stuck in my head. It's so annoying. I'm sorry. But I mean, you know, how much are they paying Naomi Campbell? You know what I mean? Probably tons. And it's that's not that's not a year of work. That's one campaign. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But I like Naomi Campbell's a huge name. And I feel like if you're her publicist, you're like, oh fuck. Like, do we really want Naomi Campbell to be associated with a brand that like abuses its workers. The thing is that we think like that, but a I majority mean, it's, of it's, people... It's it's a risk. It's a risk for your client, right? I like I think a majority of people are out there like, wow, Sheen's like, you know, Sheen's just like a... It's crazy that they have this, this regular clothing company that's so cheap and affordable. I love it. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. I Again, I have to remind myself that we're in one subsection of fashion. And even people within our subsection of fashion don't necessarily think in the same way that we do. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. And also, I feel like if you care, I don't know. I think it all comes back, or it doesn't all come back, but it comes back to like reps and the argument for or against reps. And I've, I've very much changed. And I used to be like, I don't really give a fuck. But it's just so shitty now. Like, there's just so, you know, like, I get it. I get the temptation. I get why people do it. It's cheap. It's easy. But just like, I don't there's know. There's a lot of social pressure to look like you wear Rick Owens. But uh, just like, if you're thinking about buying reps, think about three things. It's one, am I in my first two years of college or am I in high school? Two, do I want to spend $800 on a fucking panda buy haul and not wear any of it at all? Well, so that That is, I think, a big a big part of it is like people, people see like not even like, you know, there's like big influence, but in big influencers, but people uh, like young kids mm-hmm. see people who are just like regular sort of like, you know, mid to late twenties adults who have just enough of a job to buy themselves some like, like cool outfits. And they're like, Oh, I should be there. I should be able to like, like everyone's like, cause cause like if you think about yourself when you were like 17 and if you saw someone wearing like a full Rick outfit, you'd be like, that person must be a millionaire. I was like, I listen, like they're wearing glitzy jackets and, and they look like rock stars. I must be this. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what fucking cocaine was when I discovered Saint Laurent. (laughs) I knew what eating disorder Tumblr was. That was my fucking shit. Nothing will taste as good as skinny feels heinous. The damage that did to like 16, 17 year old me, the damage that did to just a lot of society. It is, I mean, like, disordered eating goes hand in hand with a lot of fashion just because, like, unfortunately, that's just sort of the way that it is. And I hope that it changes. I mean that from the bottom of my heart as somebody who has experienced it. I am, I am open about it. I haven't talked about it for a while. But just shit like that or, like, I just fucked up thinking, like, Kate Moss, I think, was the one that said nothing will taste as good as skinny feels. Like, holy shit. Like, you know. Great quote. You cooked on that one, but Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's it's just so detrimental. And then like working with models or speaking with them, it's just like it's incredibly, incredibly stressful. I feel terrible for anybody that's in that cycle. Please, like, you know, I don't want to pressure anybody one way or another, but just, you know, lean on your friends and talk to people about it because it, it is a normal, like, you know, back when I was anorexic, it was like, oh, I, I had a particularly big meal today and I just wouldn't eat for two days afterwards. Like that just be what I did. And like for what to wear St. Laurent DO2s like that's that was the end goal. 
I could I could I could have been in something so much cooler. Like shitty Tom Brown shorts that I got at Buffalo Exchange in New York City. Like that's like, oh yeah, I got to lose 15 pounds for this. I didn't have 15 pounds to lose one. Second of all, those shorts were like a men's extra small. I don't know why in my brain I was like, those are for me. It's crazy. It's great. Like, oh my God. Insane. Tumblr, dude. Fuck Tumblr. Today's Sorry. episode was brought to you by Fuck Tumblr. <laughs> Today's episode was brought to you by Kate Moss. <laughs> um, which probably... Cool. Song of the week. Song of the week. Uh, so I heard an Arcade Fire song. I thought a... you were going to say Skippity Toilet. I'm <laughs> so glad you didn't. I heard an Arcade Fire song in, in like a bar or a restaurant the other day. And I was sure. like, damn, those guys were kind of cooking. Yeah. Uh, so I've been listening to Arcade Fire for the last like three days. Um, I'm going with, um, oh, am I boring you? No, I'm sorry. I, I'm on <laughs> no, two kidding, hours I'm of sleep. Kidding. I'm really sorry. I hate uh, to be rude. No, no, you're not. That's a joke. Chill. Okay. Um, Antichrist Television Blues. Could you send me that just so I can make sure to add it because we're recording on my yeah, phone? Yeah, of course. Cool. Uh, I'm going to add Baby Blue by George Strait. I've been Ooh. been in my, my blue phase. So it's a beautiful little song about missing somebody with, with blue eyes. It's sweet. Is yeah. that me? Yeah. Am I Michael, the one with Michael blue, blue eyes? Blue eyes. Yeah, I'm on I'm on that hour and fifteen minute commute from my apartment to yours, just listening to that on repeat. I was listening to a lot of uh a lot of Azalea Banks again, which Hell is yeah. you know, it's my she was my top played artist of last year, and I don't understand how that happened. I listened to two one two like three or four hundred times. Hard. It's it's a great song, but three or four hundred times hard. Yeah. Also, okay. I was talking to somebody about this and i don't think i realized how weird this was until i explained it to somebody and as i was explaining it's like i'm a fucking weirdo so when i drink a lot of coffee my inclination is to listen to one song and lock in and just like churn through work tyro my thesis in college the backbone of the city of boston's data administration and data collection and data synthesis was run on the back of this most of anything I wrote for one of my other jobs was was performed on the back of this. And then most of my assignments in grad school have been written on the back of this one song and a ton of caffeine. So what What's I do... What's the song? Oh, Tell le- me the song. Leather Forever. I, I recommended it okay. on another podcast. It's a great song, but it never comes up on my most listened songs. I don't understand why, because I will ju- exclusively listen to that song for like five to six hours. That's crazy. And I wonder if it doesn't count like loops after a certain point i think it stops counting loops uh for like so that you can't like leave someone's song looping constantly and it like oh just racks up you can't like you can't like farm yeah that makes sense but so i mean if you calculate it out when i was writing my thesis the song is about four minutes long off the top of my head right four minute song goes into 60 minutes what 15 times yeah right i would listen to that song for six hours so 15 times six is 90 times it was two weeks six days a week so 12 so 90 times 12 is what that is 900 180 1080 yeah it was a thousand plays of a song and it didn't show up in my most played songs and i was like that's weird i don't know that song is fucking incredible it reminds me of like you know this is oversharing fuck it coffee is a diuretic so it just reminds me of like really having to pee um, and also just churning through work because I would go, I, this is so bad when I was writing my thesis, I would buy a bunch of cold brews, like the single shots mm-hmm. and I would have one of those every 45 minutes. And then I would drink an entire bottle of water every like 45, but on an alternating schedule. So like 15 minutes, drink a whole thing of water, 30 minutes, coffee, 15 water. Um, Did I ever tell you about the time I was obsessed with hydration? No. And I set an alarm every half hour to drink <laughs> 
six ounces of water, I think it was. How much is six ounces? Like a small cup? Yeah, it's basically like it. it's supposed to be somewhere around the maximum amount of water you can like process and the rest you'll just pee out. Okay. So you like every half hour you drink six ounces of water and you should you reach like peak hydration. Mm. How do you feel at peak hydration? Incredible. <laughs> it's beautiful. I should start setting timers again. Anyways, that was my that was my thing for like a couple months. <laughs> I also got really into coconut water and electrolytes. I got, I ordered potassium salt okay, um, because it's really, potassium's a really good, like for helping you absorb water. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard to get your daily amount. You'd have to eat like hundreds of bananas or something. As a chimpanzee, that sounds great to me. (laughs) And there's no like potassium supplements that are, so what you do is you order fake table salt, like sodium free salt, because it's actually just potassium. Oh. Um, And then I was just, I was like taking horrible and nasty shots of fake salt water. (laughs) So that I had more potassium in my diet. And then I was fucking. Did that work? Did you have like great skin? I, f- I felt pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm consistently pretty hydrated anyways, but that was, oh. that was some of my best. Interesting. Anyways. Uh, Thank you so much to everybody for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share the video. It would really mean a lot. If you're listening, don't forget to follow the podcast on your favorite streaming platform and leave a review. It really helps us. We also really appreciate that. Share it with your friends, other people that may like it, whatever it is. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at, at underscore Instagram. And this has been the Pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can find us on YouTube at Pair of Kings Podcast. If you're watching again, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening, go and follow us. As always, everybody, this has been the Pair of Kings podcast. We're bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned once a week, every week for the foreseeable future. Have a great Friday because this is coming out on Friday. And yeah, take care. Love you, everybody. Love ya. Bye. Bye. No, no, no. no. We're going to get struck. We're going to get struck. Thank you.